What up, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. And guess where you are? You already know where you are because you're the one that came here. You are here with me at Real Talk with Razak, where talk goes to get real. And I am your host, none other than the R.A. Dot, Mr. Razak himself. Uh, of course, if you, this is your first time listening, you may not know about this. If you are a long-time listener, you are very familiar with my compadre, Miss Megan Bogo Jones. How you doing? I am doing well. Thank you so much for the wonderful welcome. Right, right. That I didn't excellent. I didn't give you an AKA. Usually no. I give you a, an extra name I every don't know time how we talk. I feel. <laughs> you kinda wanted to see. All yeah, right. Yeah, I wanted to wanted to see where that was going. Well, thank you for inviting me to this discussion. I appreciate that. I'm definitely uh interested to talk about our, our topic today. When you approached me with it, I was like Definitely, this is yes. something we need to yes. talk about, especially just amongst us as, as peers. Right, right. And mm. so so the topic for today, well, I'm actually planning on this being at a minimal of a three-part series because it's a lot to say. And what it is, is I'll give you a little bit of a backstory. Uh, I, w- I had a revelation of what masculinity looked like. Uh, to other people from other point of views. So today we're going to discuss what I like to call the new masculinity, because what we have is a great thing with the uh, resurgence of feminism and women's rights. We need it. We need it. Women, we need you to be great just as much as we want you to be great. Remember that. But with that being said, that pendulum starts to swing to the other side and then people can be attacked for uh, for the opposite, and that is just going taking us right back to a negative place. So we got to really watch that. As much as we need that greatness, we also need it to be balanced. So you know, I'm gonna I wanted to talk about this. I felt like no who else to talk about this than uh, a long time female uh, <laughs> co-host for the show. Like what what why why not first time caller, long time listener <laughs> kind of a situation. You know? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I have definitely of course been affected by the you know the me too movement um i have not gone without any sort of um you know cat calling or you know situations with gentlemen callers it definitely wow. you know um puts things in perspective i think when you allow when you allow yourself to realize that that is not how it actually should be that you weren't the person in the wrong. We know? are we're we're gonna have to come back to catcalling because mm-hmm. I have quite a few questions, comments, concerns, Definitely. and observations okay. on catcalling. But first, I wanted to bring out something that that was uh, a little bit astonishing to me that um, that's the survey that you were telling me about. Mm-hmm. What was that survey? Yeah, so it was talking about a, a survey just you know based on. Um, men in the U.S. versus, like, let's say men in the U.K. I mean, I think we can all agree that um, Europe and uh, in other countries, uh, male, you know, the male persona is valued in in different ways. Um, But 42% of the U.S. men uh, polled here said that they felt completely masculine versus the 28% in the UK. So it's just very interesting. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. I've met just as many masculine men from the UK. What what that mindset is, why, you know, and of course in the US, yeah. you know. And I've had and I've had a lot of different experiences. I recall because my father was a world traveler, mm-hmm. hence my love for it. Uh, and he would often show me the differences in how 
men from other countries don't mind holding hands when they walk Mm -hmm. or giving each other a kiss on the cheek because they look at it in a non-sexual way. Where here, we're very polarized. You're either 100% straight or 100% gay. Uh, Until recently, now, something that's a little bit newer to me is Mm -hmm. the gender gender fluidity, uh, which, you know, to each his own. Um, What I kind of uh, find a little bit harder to digest is sometimes when someone's like no everybody's a little bit gay and like well I mean just like everybody isn't straight everybody isn't gay like we can't it seems like the generalizing is starting to swing back the other way and we can't do that that's that's a that's a very very I I, I hate to use the slippery slope uh, theory because that's always some crap. Sure, but, but making sure to keep that yeah, again. The balance, the, balance yeah, is key. Yeah, definitely balanced. Um, so I want to know, let me ask you this though, let mm-hmm. me ask you this. As a as a woman, what what is your, like how do you see masculinity? Like what does that look like? I've never been able to look at it through the eyes of but my own. Like what does masculinity look like through the eyes of a feminine energy person? Yeah, I mean, it's very interesting. I feel... Um, I mean, I feel very fortunate, I suppose, in a weird sort of uh, set of circumstances to surround myself with uh, women entrepreneurs, just women of power, just women who love themselves. Um, So I think that that, you know, kind of really sets the tone for what I feel um, a a man's role plays in my life. Um, because I am a very independent, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't want to say powerful woman, but like, I feel, you know, I feel powerful. Let him hear you roar. Let him hear you roar out here. It's all good. It's all good. But powerful woman. But, and again, and in that sense, you know, independent, I think that, um, my, Mindset has definitely changed so in what the is, last few years. So, what would you say? Where is that line where it gets into too masculine? Where it's like, all right, calm it down, Mister Machismo. Yeah, I mean, I guess in what sense, right? Because, like, you know, I come into play with men in the workplace constantly. I, of course, am also single. So, you know, dating brings about, um, you know, a different set of circumstances for myself. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm all about that healthy balance, too. I think I'm a pretty easygoing person. Okay. But once, you know, I feel um, somebody really starts to, like, I don't know, make it all about um, the fact that I am a woman one way or the other, kind of. Yeah. Well, I I, I can agree with you. I I also disagree with you in in a, a particular area. In what area? So this, where the making it about you being a woman, mm-hmm. this is this is uh, an ideology that we hold in my family mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, a woman is born with all the eggs she's ever going to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that means every stress you ever go through, through the entirety of your life is going to be impressed onto every possible child you may have. Mm. With that in mind, just like a farmer would take good care of his soils so it can bear good fruit as a man, since we don't have to go through that bearing process, we make we do make it because you are a woman. So you don't need to be out there toiling and stinking and doing some of the things that we need to do because let us take that off of us because at at the end of the day, it's about you being as a being a woman, but it's also about our children and the generations that's coming behind behind us. So 
the differences that we have are the beautiful part about it. So, yeah, every, anybody can do anything if you put your mind to it. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is there is a physiology behind it that you don't want to the, you don't want to uh, increase uh, miscarriage or birth defect by putting women through certain traumas uh, in terms of when you're dating. Now, that's more on the chivalrous end on it. If it's all about you're a woman in a, like a hey baby kind of way, all right, cut, cut it out, dude. Uh, and I guess, you know, also you're saying that as a straight heterosexual male. Yes. That um, is. So that's coming from that perspective for sure. What, what about what do you feel like in the terms of, you know, um, I guess in terms of gender fluidity and how that kind of, you know. Um, well, in terms of gender fluidity, that's a good question, honestly. Uh, I feel like it does boil down. I've, I've said this over the airwaves. You guys have heard me say it a million times before. A lot of the times I refer to, uh, I might say woman, but I'm actually thinking of the feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And when I say man, a lot of the times I'm saying the masculine energy. I'm not always going to take the time to make sure every person that might be sensitive is covered with very delicate words. Sometimes I'll just say man and woman, but I do mean masculine and feminine energy. And if you have that feminine energy, you are still the creator. You are still the the giver, the bearer. And if you are the masculine energy, you are generally the worker, protector, uh, provider. Uh, that doesn't mean, that doesn't say that, that doesn't necessarily mean that your genitalia Right, so it doesn't certain, come down to the sexual yes. reproduction. But, yeah. but if you are, whatever your sex is, if you are the mother of my household, I need you to be bearing good fruit for my household. If I am the father of our household, I need to be protecting our household. You know, that kind of hmm. mindset. That That's very, that's definitely really interesting. And I think that, um, you know, that, that stems from early on, right, is is kind of, you know, but again, we don't necessarily teach that in in school, right? Yeah, you're just taught absolutely. sex ed. You're taught like yeah. penis, vagina, various, yeah, not like, <laughs> you know, not teaching the aspect of like identity or you know yeah, the yeah. the persona, the the i, you know that that being that mm-hmm. that root word. So, what what do you feel you know can be done um, in this? you know, from men, what, how can, how, right. how do you think that we start to have men get better? So we don't, I got a couple of theories. I got a, I got a couple of theories on this. Mm-hmm. One, I think as men, we have to no longer let it be cool to be that way. Mm-hmm. Like when a dude starts being overly masculine, that toxic masculinity, you have like, Hey dude, that's not cool. Cut it out. A lot of people, especially and that are in the progressive mind state want to say don't show that person any attention and walk away and i think that's a negative way to look at it because then that person doesn't know why people are walking away thus not changing that action if anything they may become even more masculine trying to mask that because at the end of the day a lot of times it's a coping mechanism i heard about this thing called oh my goodness should I say it? I don't know. I heard about this thing called micro penis. And I I know. Oh my god. He shared it with me all. It was horrible. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I mean, I knew about those, it. I didn't know. You know yeah. For the men out there with that, I'm sorry, brother, that you gotta go through that. <laughs> 
Let us find you some help, though. Don't resort to, and that's and that's actually one one thing I think that we should start doing. That when men start getting into that toxic masculinity, just like let's let's change it, change it around. So when somebody's doing something strong, man, you really acting like a pussy because nothing's stronger than that. And if when you're oh. acting, and when you're acting like a jerk, like oh, instead of saying you're being a dick. You're like, no, you know what? Your tiny penis is showing. Yeah, and your micro penis is yeah, showing. You're, 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 you kind of got a little bit of micro penis going on. That's And that's so interesting, again, though, to kind of taking it back as we're equating both of that to genitalia, which yeah. is so funny. I mean, that is, I see, and that's one thing I, I, I've yet to quite comprehend, why we are so dead set and mm-hmm. acting like they aren't two totally different. I mean, it's totally fun. Now, everybody des- deserves to live a life with dignity, respect, and safety, but estrogen and testosterone are two different things. They have two totally reaction, totally different reactions. There are people out here that can, like, produce a person out mm-hmm. of themselves and lactate, and there's guys or people who can't, and no one's beneath the other for it. Mm. I think that's where the biggest problem is. And now, in that resistance to that patriarchal society or to whatever it is, you know, we're going yeah. to that. So I'm curious, you know, when you were saying that the, you know, kind of the conversation has to change amongst men, does that also include locker room talk? Locker room talk. Yeah. <laughs> so so to I'm curious honest, about that. Honestly, cause... locker room talk. Locker... Uh, because it kind of starts there, yeah, right? You're, yeah. you know... Don't let locker... See, I think locker room talk has been... That bar has been pushed further because all it really is, what, what locker room talk truly stems from, mm-hmm. not what uh, Mr. 45th current president said. Mm-hmm. It actually comes from that's the one place guys could talk about girls that they like mm-hmm. without the girls hearing so you're not embarrassed. So it's not all like, yeah, slutty, slut, slut, slut. It's more like, oh man, uh, I would really have to talk, but I'm so scared. And I could, so that's, that's the place. If it, it originally was a place where the guys could say or at the very surface level show a little bit of vulnerability mm-hmm. without having to worry about the fairer sex whom we are trying to impress sing but then here comes uh uh mr um mr micro as right. we'll call him okay <laughs> and comes like oh you're showing feelings where you suck and it's like nah as masculinity cannot be devoid of compassion and and it is it can't be the absence of of caring and empathy mm-hmm. that is not what masculinity is you know and and trying to make that happen is ridiculous but this is what we're gonna do we're gonna take a quick break while we're taking this break everybody i don't know if you followed us on the facebook and the instagram but you go do that um but yeah we'll be right back we're back we're back and we're back this is real talk with razak with mr razak yourself that's me with me, of course, we got Miss Lady J, <laughs> Bogo Jones. Bogo Jones. Yeah, I don't know if you remember Lady J from Lady J. Yeah, I definitely do. GI Joe. Yeah. 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 I'll, all right. I'll, yeah. yeah. I mean, old school. Definitely, I'll take that. Yeah. Right. Well, all the nicknames are pretty good. Yeah, I never give you a bad one. Yeah. No. For sure. So we are talking about masculinity, toxic masculinity. 
we have what I like to call the new masculinity, mm-hmm. uh, machismo. What we're trying to make the, the yeah, new masculinity, yeah. the new status quo. So earlier, mm-hmm. where were you? Just you said something. You were talking about catcalling, and I said we're gonna come back to that. Meow. So I have a little bit of a thought about catcalling. Mm. Um, of course, disclaimer: all these. This is a. Uh, only my thoughts. I can't speak. say I speak for everyone. But I believe, and I'm not a cat caller, but even though I don't cat call, I know for myself and a lot of other guys, we wouldn't, we wouldn't mind if we was walking around and some lady was like, hey, baby, looking good. We were like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You want to talk to me some more? We'd walk, we would literally walk over to you and then it would, it would be a conversation, which is... Going to my second point, mm-hmm. why I think men do catcall because in their mind they're doing something. They would love somebody to yeah. yell something sexual at them, not realizing like everybody isn't like you. Some people just don't want to be going through that all day. Yeah, I also think that I was listening to uh, another podcast, mm-hmm. um, and a girl, you know, went up to the men and asked them. You know, like, why are you catcalling these women? Why? And they were like, oh, because, you know, I want her to have a good time. She enjoys it. They think that we enjoy it. See? Because they would enjoy it. Well, I I know. And I I think that that is... uh, I don't think you would enjoy it if it were being done. I get catcalled. There's how many days in a week? Seven. (laughs) So every single day of the week. Really? Yeah, on on average, right? Let's say so. Um, okay, well, how so about this? seven times in All a right. week, let's say, right? It won't happen like Monday through Sunday. So um, explain to me, well, uh, give me an example of one of the cat calls. You don't have to go through the whole thing. Just give me an example. Is it like, hey, baby, hot stuff? No. Um, so the last one that actually happened, I was on a date. That was an interesting scenario. Okay. Because uh, there were two guys, and um, one of them was like, uh, like it was like, oh damn, she filled that out, and like the other guy was like, yeah, she thick. Oh yeah, so we fighting on site. Now I'm on a date. Even if I don't even, I could be on a date with a girl and not even really like her that much. Yeah. But now you just tried my manhood, so we got to fight. So, you got to see right. these. You got to see these hands. I told my date. And he yelled. The Lyft driver even got out of the car in our defense because yeah, the guys right. came back over. It oh. was a whole scenario yeah, as it should be. that we did not plan on getting ourselves into. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, and it's 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 hey baby, it's like okay, damn you're beautiful. All right, so like, so you know um, my follow up question mm-hmm. to this: Let's say you replace the cat call with, excuse me, could I talk to you for a second? Can I get a moment to talk to you? If that happened seven days a week, would you also complain about it? I mean, but what the follow up after the "Hey, can I like and, and stop to talk to you?" Like, you and know the, what I, I mean? That's 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 up to you. If you're just if you're like, "Hey, can I talk to you?" If every if the same amount of time you had to do not necessarily cat call, but just try to get your attention and talk to you, would would you then be like, "Oh, every day some guys trying to talk to me," or is and is this is just a thing that turns into a complaint, or is it something like legit? It's just the approach. No, I mean, I would say it's definitely the approach. Okay. I mean, I'd be less likely. I mean, again, 
I live in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. so not only are there like people catcalling at me, but there's like homeless people asking me for things. That's there's, everybody. That's that doesn't matter. That's for everybody. And, right. And, there's there's the dare people outside of my grocery store trying to ask me to sign <laughs> up. There's the Greenpeace people. You know what I mean? So and I'm like also yeah. So I'm like also less likely to like get entrapped in like one mm-hmm. of those scenarios, but. It is definitely the approach. Okay. Like, well, that doesn't feel good. I do. I, I have and seen... And don't tell me how I feel or how I look. I'll I tell you how I want to feel or look. I'm... Not you, but I'm saying the people that are catcalling. I'm just asking the question because I've noticed, maybe not with yourself because you're one of the more rational people I've met, hence mm. the reason why you can be on the podcast, <laughs> but I've met females uh, that uh, or the feminine energy that has been like, oh my God, I can't believe this guy can't talk to me. Like... Why it's eleven thirty on a Saturday night? It mm-hmm. look nice, and we're at a bar. Yeah, are you really upset? And that and and this studies studies show that I want to say forty seven percent of millennial women in Los Angeles feel like if a guy offers them a drink, they have made a sexual advance. And I'm like, whoa, slow down! I don't even know if I want to have sex. Really? Here. But at some point, I need to be like start some kind of conversation mm-hmm. so we're moving more and more into this the only way it's appropriate for me to meet you is if, to be online mm-hmm. is to be on, and that's not cool and so while you may not feel that way I believe a lot of men have been pushed into an area to where they don't that the, the effort the trying the the character it mm-hmm. takes to go talk to a girl like to really man up and go talk to her has been treated in just the same manner as a cat call enough times that they figure let's just play the statistics cat call one line and see what happens and keep it moving and i do i know you guys listen to me and if i say a stat it's because i've saw some type of study if i don't I have no science behind it, so <laughs> don't kill me. Don't quote me on it, in other words. No, I mean, I I can, you know, just as much appreciate the fact that it's not easy to be shut down or, you know, not have those, you know, not, mm-hmm. not being reciprocated in a sense. But, mm-hmm. you know, I would much rather I'm a better fan of an approach if some guy just came up and talked to me i've also had the opposite happen where i was i was at a mm. shake shack getting a burger <laughs> and um i had sat down this guy was seated there was like no space left he was leaving i mm. sat in his seat whatever i'm like eating my burger drinking my drink and like 10 minutes later he comes back and he was like Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to let you know that like you're really beautiful. Okay. I hope you have a really great night, and cool. I just would be remiss if I didn't like come At back and say, say something. something to right, you. right. I've, I've been there, and I was like, oh, awesome. Like, well, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. You know, mm-hmm. it was like a dialogue. He gave me, you know, an opportunity to like engage with him in a sense and I could say at least real engagement yeah at least say thank you he was like human to human it wasn't just like you know like verbal vomit yeah I I definitely feel you on that one um that's that seems to be what I would think as a good approach but it seems as if when I was growing up when I was growing and this is all pre-internet so Mm. it's a little bit different that as a guy you were rewarded for going to talk to a woman by at least having a chance Mm. where now it's not the same way and i'll be really honest i let all 
listeners, this is this, <laughs> this is real right Listen here. Listen up. <laughs> I consider myself masculine, you know, by far. But I love when a woman come talk to me because at the end of the day, the the onus of rejection is solely placed on the man's shoulders, and that sucks. So not saying I don't do it, but at the end of the day. Sometimes if, if you if you really want us to talk to you, either give us a vi- very visual green light that I can tell like, oh, OK, I need to go talk to her. I just go say something. Not saying that you got to come and mac me down and get my number and slide off and dap up your homegirls like you just. But at the very least, it's like, hey, how you doing? Like spark enough conversation for me to understand. Oh, this person wants to talk to me. Let me get let me smooth my eyebrows down a let little bit. Let me get that little, yeah, yeah, a little, yeah. the mustache so, right. So when y'all see me out there, you know, hey, boo, <laughs> for, for her, you come say what up? No. <laughs> well, OK, so what about like you know again kind of circling back on like this fluidity in a sense Mm -hmm. right like what about in a lesbian relationship like not all you know I'm sure it's like women just as have just as much fear of like being rejected I would assume by a person but but even in that and uh I'm not a lesbian so I'm going out Mm -hmm. on a limb here Uh but it would seem as if even between a lesbian or two men Whichever one has the most masculine energy has the responsibility mm. of stepping up to the plate and getting rejected all the time. Mm. And how many... Uh, I'm af- interested to know that. So if any of our gay, bi, lesbian, yeah. trans folk out there would let us know, I'm super is it, curious. Yeah, is it different or is it... Yeah, is it different yeah. or the same? I would I'm, think that it's the same. It's maybe, if, uh, man, because right now... Men for a long time in terms of dating, we've just been trying and trying and trying. And the mere fact, this is these, this is the truth right here, ladies. If you, if you, if I'm wrong, hit me up on on social media right now. Tell me if I'm wrong. A woman will be like, "Don't no man trying to talk to me," and that's not the truth. Ain't no person that you want to talk to trying to talk to you. <laughs> that don't mean nobody trying to talk to. You. Just ain't nobody trying to talk to you. That's a two totally different thing. Nobody ever try to say nothing. No, it's seventy. You getting cat called all the time. Right. You just don't want to talk to yeah, them, which that's is just which not is the fine. Person. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know. No. So, ladies, if that's wrong, gentlemen too. I'm all inclusive out here. Let me know. If that's if I'm just making that up out the clear blue sky, that well, I would definitely be curious to know about that. And I and I'm, I'm you know again we're saying this as single people, right? So yeah. I, I'm I'm really curious. The next um, episode that we talk about, we're going to talk about partners and yes. how you know the female masculine dynamic in in today's partnerships mm-hmm. um, are definitely you know affected, especially by you know this this movement, right? Because. Right. You know, I'm sure partners that I've been with or that you have been with have been affected by yeah. uh, by this. So, yeah, I'm really curious to dive into that next round. Yeah. So with that, everybody, we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you for listening. I hope you Thank enjoyed. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, so now you got a little bit of homework. Just all, all of you, do me a little bit of favor, just a small favor. Just go over to the social meds and tell me what you think. Give a like and a we share. We want to know. We yeah, want your feedback. Yeah. So... Uh, Instagram, Real Talk with Rozak. Facebook, Real Talk Rozak. Holla at me.